It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel at your service. I'm in an excellent mood tonight. A, because I'm always looking forward to the show. And two, because I had a great meal. And then a friend of mine um, sent me that link to this song called The Way We Were. But not by Barbara Streisand, who did a great job at this, but by Willie Hutch. It's like the soul version. And um, I love music. And I was singing in my house. It's just so good. So <laughs> I know it's, this is not a music show. But hey, music is part of our love of life and our joie de vivre. So if you have you know, YouTube or whatever, just Google this. The Way We Were, Willie Hutch. And it speaks about very highly of, of two people in love and the way they were and just... It's positive. You want to hear this song, The Way We Were, Willie Hutch. <laughs> and I'm not paid for this. This is purely my own taste. Hope you like it. Now, back to you. You calls are next, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brie. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Yes. So, my question is about my boyfriend and I. We, we're both working from home right now. And we're just really having trouble connecting. Um, it's just a cramped space. It's a small apartment that we live in. And we're just kind of both having short tempers lately. And um, I'm just wondering if you have some advice as to how we can maybe start connecting again and not just being angry with each other all the time. Sure. And um, this has been, you think, purely related to COVID, right? Because you have to stay in the house or that was before COVID? No, it's definitely because of COVID. Like this is a new a new thing for us both working from home and dealing with this. So now tell me how do you feel about your boyfriend? I mean, I love him. That's my my first thing, but you know, when you see someone like all of the time and you know, when you're trying to share space, you know, we're both trying to have meetings on Zoom and we can hear each other and we're trying to like deal with that yes. and I just find myself getting frustrated with him for things that aren't even his fault like he's working too you know uh -huh. so uh, two things um, when it comes to the zoom meetings and all that and that's something I've learned on uh, the zoom meetings headphones right so uh, if you can if you can find headphones that block the sound you know so that it's like listening to music and then you don't hear him he doesn't hear you so if mm. you can invest in the headphone that's the first technical thing I would do and then okay. do things completely separately. You need time apart, right? I, there's no secret that nobody's made to leave 24-7, 365, same place, same room. This is impossible. So what you're experiencing is normal. What you need to do is do things separately as much as possible. Time apart. That will reconnect the time together as more fun. And instead of venting at each other, and you just, you know, you, you take a long drive. You, maybe you take a walk if you don't like to drive. But listen to music and listen to radio, whatever you like, right? Yeah, that's, that's a great idea, actually. And I think, I think it's something we both can do. <laughs> and then when you go home and you've got away from, from your partner for an hour or two, trust me, things will calm down. And, then, and don't blame each other, just blame the pandemic. I think that's the biggest mistake we all do, is we blame our partner instead of saying, damn, pandemic, that's where we are. You know, where we are so frustrated. It's not each other. It's, it's that damn yeah. thing. Yes. Thank you so you know. much. This is great advice. 
Well, you, you, that's what I'm here for. So good luck to you, Bree. Take the drive, take the walk, blame, you know, that, that damn pandemic, which is almost over, and things will get better, I guarantee you. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Have a good night. You know, talking about this, have you found yourself blaming your partner or the relationship, the marriage, the partnership instead of the pandemic in the last year? Let's talk about that. I think it's important. Next. You know, Bree just called me, things are difficult, um, with a boyfriend that live in one apartment, and I said to her, I said, take walks, take drive, and most importantly, blame the pandemic. Because this damn disease has messed up our lives so badly, but we have to vent at it. And I, and I, and I want to emphasize on this. We cannot project our frustration on our partner. We're all in the same boat. And I think we don't speak about this enough, how frustrated we all are, how upset we all are, how scared we were, were for a long time, how sad sometimes, and not project on our partner our frustration. So let's talk about the meaning of the power of projection in a relationship. Next. So we've all been guilty of this projection on a partner, meaning we're upset by something, work, the pandemic, you know, being together in the same place 24-7, not going out, not going to bars, restaurants, whatever it is. We project. And what do I mean by this? So we have a level of frustration that becomes anger, uh, drama, sadness. And instead of saying out loud, Listen, I can't take this pandemic anymore. And complaining about it, we project on our partner. And it becomes, you do this wrong. You do too much here. You don't clean enough. You don't cook enough. And that's a displacement, right? We, we project and displace the anger. It's a very dangerous thing to do, projection. So let's make sure that we go after the cause of what makes us so unhappy in a relationship. And in the last 12 months, there's one word that we have to blame. Pandemic. That is the reason of our anger, frustration, fear, and sadness. So let's not project on our partner what's not to be projected on. Keep that in mind, please, and you call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Zoe. <laughs> Bonjour, Simon. Uh, what's going on tonight? Okay, so I have a question. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost two years, and everything's going well. We're about to move in with each other, and things are going really well. Um, but we differ in our love languages, <laughs> and he's yeah. not very romantic. <laughs> he's not romantic at all, doesn't really do gifts, doesn't think of sweet gestures. He is more about, let's just spend time together, which I love, too. But I'm trying to tell him that a little gift here and there or a sweet gesture here and there means so much to me. And it's just not really translating. And I'm worried that one day I'm going to resent him because he doesn't do those things. So how do I communicate with him that that's important to me, you know, without disregarding that, yes, spending time with each other is just as important for you and for both of us, too? I see. So the thing is, um, when you've had the conversation with him, Zoe, I mean, tell me in your own words, what did you tell him exactly? Well, for example, you know, Valentine's Day, let's just say, I kind of brought it up because I didn't get a gift or anything. And so I kind of said it would mean so much to me, like little things here and there. And 
then that's when he sort of gets a little defensive and says, like, you know, I don't want to feel forced getting you a gift. Like, to me, that seems forced, and we're spending the day together, so shouldn't that be it? And for me, a little gesture, it would mean so much. So here's a tough question because people don't change much, so I'm going to be very practical. Yeah. Why would you want to continue to date somebody who's not romantic at all? Well, for me, it's 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 the other things that I, I see that are so important as well, like who he is as a person and his heart. And that's, that's not what, what I'm talking about. about him. Yeah, but that's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you this tough question. Right. And that's why you're calling me. He will yeah. not change. It's not in him. So right. think well. If you stay with this man, there's not going to be any gift coming, no matter what you say. He can't do it. Ask yourself this, now that I know this, should I just be friends with him and find a man who fulfills my need as a woman, or I can just live with somebody who never will be romantic with me in the, forever? What, what is the answer to that? Oof, that's tough. <laughs> I know, that's, right? That's hard. <laughs> I know, but that's the real question. I know, and I, I do battle with that in my head, and I guess you're right. It's, he's not going to change. He's not. Nope. Sorry. Okay. Well, yep. thank you. Thank you for the advice. Uh, and you're right. I really need to put some more weight on it and, and think hard about it. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer tonight, but this is the truth. So good luck to you yeah. and, uh, and have a good night. Okay. Thank you. You too. Have you ever found yourself to um, blame your partner for who they are instead of blaming yourself for dating them? Let's talk about that. It's very important. Have you ever found yourself blaming your partner uh, for who they are and what they do or do not? Like my last caller Zoe was like, you know, how can I get my partner to be more romantic, but it's not his love language. So I said, don't blame him. Ask yourself that question. Why are you dating somebody who cannot make you happy? Because the blaming game, this, this, this powerful word blaming or can I change, we have to understand, it took me years to understand it, that no one change a lot might a little progress but that's that the love language is five of them it is what it is and it's not just about the love language it's about always wondering when you start dating somebody do they have what you need right and i I want you to do better than me that's the point of the show so i'm going to share with you a story coming up next about a mistake i've made too many times and i'll explain that next so remember I do this show so you don't do like me, you do better than me, please. Always remember that. So um, I've, I've been guilty of the blaming game, meaning that when I did it, a wonderful woman, multiple times in my life, if she was not the way I wanted her to be, I would blame her or try to change her or convince her I was right. Instead of asking myself, why am I dating somebody who has a different love language than me or who's different than me? We have to understand We are as we are. We're not going to change. We can compromise. We can't change love languages. We can't change. We're going to be self-responsible. So next time you find yourself blaming your partner, ask yourself, why am I dating somebody who's not a good fit for me? Even if they're good heart, if they're beautiful, if they're charming, smart, intelligent, creative, none of this matter. Either they make you happy or they don't. And that's the criteria. Please, don't do like me. Do better than me. Remember that. Calls are next. Bonjour, Daniel. 
Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Daniel. Um, what's going on tonight? How can I help you? I, I've been single for two years now. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I'm tired of being single. So I just decided to do, like, online dating. However, it is not working out for me whatsoever. I mean, besides, you know, kind of finding it hard to kind of land a date, you know, mm -hmm. uh, maybe a quick hi, how are you, a couple of lines, but it never really goes anywhere, like the conversations. So I need your help, Simon. What, what, what do you mean it doesn't go anywhere? So just bring me, so you, you start chatting a bit, and then what, what's happening? Yeah. Nothing? Get, like you... Yes, exactly. It doesn't, it's no, it's like a couple of, you know, like a small talk, very small talk. Then the conversations kind of go dead. I don't, I don't even know what to do. So yeah. let me explain how it works, uh, especially for okay. guys. Guys are very simple creatures. It's a 99% visual, 90% visual. Okay. okay? Ha. The, the chatting, they don't, they don't, they don't, most guys don't like to chat that much. As you notice, men talk less than women when they tell a story. And so it's just a different kind of of way of expressing themselves. So until they've met you, uh, it's all really small talk. There's a million of fish out there, and it's like, uh, this girl is attractive or not. I, I'm being real. That's what it goes down to. And so so it's not against you personally. It's like this for everybody. And many, many callers have done the same. Call me, said Simon, you know, as women, as what's going on. I'll just say, don't take it personally. Online dating, there's a million of profile out there. And they, they chat a little bit, they're chatting with somebody else at the same time, and somebody else, and somebody else, and somebody else. And really what makes the difference is the pictures you have, and maybe one or two words in the, in the profile that they, they feel may be compatible. And if they don't chat with you anymore, Danielle, it's because they're not interested. They're gone. Uh -huh. Plain and simple. Okay? Plain and simple. Wow, thank you. I, thank you. Now, it's like entering a stadium of football, there is 60,000 people, and you look around, and you say, hi, 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 and until you have some connection. And what, all you do is hi, and look at the picture. Same thing. Imagine that, okay? Right. All right, Daniel. Best of luck to you. Don't lose thank the faith, you. and things will get better, guaranteed. It's a matter of time. All right. Thank you so much, Simon. Anytime. Have a good night, Daniel. You too. Coming up, I'm going to go listen to Sean's voicemail, because he's dating somebody in a particular situation, and he needs my advice. So his voicemail is next. So if you have a question or a dilemma, don't stay alone with it. Just call me and leave me a voicemail, and then I will play it on air, just like for Sean. So take a listen. Hi, this is Sean, um, and uh, I've been dating this girl. Uh, I didn't know at the time, but she uh, was married. And uh, one day she comes to me and tells me that uh, her husband had been like looking at all our texts and I said, how did he do that? And she said, well, you know, he has access to these things. He, he bought me them. And then um, he must have put a tracking program there. And then she got a new phone with a new number so that that could never happen again. But it seems like she expected to get caught. So um, I was asking if this is how it is now, if this will always be how it will be in the future because um, – I don't know if this is a game or not that she's playing with me. So any advice you could give would be amazing. Sean, uh, thanks for the voicemail. Yeah, what should you do if you're dating a married woman who likes to get caught? I'll tell you what to do next. So Sean left me a voicemail. It was a very straight question. Uh, 
he's dating a married woman who likes to get caught and he's wondering what should he do. Is that a game from her? My advice would be very simple, Sean. Stop right now to date this married woman. Stop. No more ulala, no more dating, no more nothing, no more text. Say, listen, just one last text. Listen, this has been wonderful. Thank you. It's time to be good and do good. This way it ends. If you play with dynamite, it's going to explode. And that's very destructive. Um, so do good to feel good. My advice is plain and simple. Do not date a married woman anymore. Okay? I hope you can follow my advice. Be safe. You call the next. Bonjour, Mandy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Mandy. So you have a wonderful uh, story, personal story you want to share on the show. Please, go ahead. I do. Um, yeah, so I was dating um, my my now long-term boyfriend, but we'd only been dating for about six months. Um, and it was around that time where you're like, are we moving forward? Are, I'm not, we haven't said we love each other. Um, and I, w I didn't want to say it. So, um, and at this point we were seeing each other maybe once a week, twice a week. So I still felt a little insecure. Um, but I needed to go out of town, and um, I was saying to him, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do with Ralph, that's my dog. Um, and he's like, well, why don't I take him? And mm -hmm. basically what he did is he offered to take the dog, and um, while I was gone, he, he did take him. He uh, loved him. He walked him. He showed me pictures of him. And um, it just let me know that, you know, this isn't, that this is more than a casual relationship. It wasn't, um, it was the fact that he loved my dog and that he treated him so well, but also just the fact that he felt comfortable enough to offer to take care of my dog. Um, yeah. When I was out of town, it, it was, it, it was a different kind of intimacy. It wasn't a kind of romantic gesture where it's, you know, he's rose petals yeah. and, and candles. It's, it was the intimacy that meant something to me. For sure. How did that make you feel? It made me feel safe. It made me feel like, okay, we're, it, it, it's funny, but, you know, Ralph's my kid, so it's like we're a family now. And yeah. sure enough, we, we are. Now we live together, and um, now we have two dogs. So, um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it, uh, it, it really showed me that he was more serious about the relationship to me. No question about it. Um, thank you so much for sharing. I, I, I agree, and I love that story. So, Mandy, thank you so much. For, for being part of the library of love stories on the rendezvous. Really, thank you and have a good night. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. Thank you so much, Simon. Take care. Take care also. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Let's finish the show with a key question. How would you react if your partner suggested going to couples therapy? Next. How would you react if your partner suggested going to couples therapy? I wanted to know what you thought because I love to know how you feel about those topics. So I posted that on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, 86% of you voted positively to going to couple therapy. 14% of you said no, <laughs> I would not go to couples therapy. I'm all for it. I'm all for therapy. I'm all for therapists. I'm all for talking. No unspoken. And that's my advice, the last of the night. Thank you so much for spending this late night with me. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.